Yo, what's good? Welcome back to another episode of A Shot of Rosé. Up this week, we talk about Roe versus Wade, and we get into a little bit more. Let's go ahead and get it. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Man, your boy Solo Dolo this week. Uh, yeah, decided not to do any interviews, you know what I'm saying? Still got some set up, but I decided to rock it out this week because I got a lot to get off my chest. We've had some very interesting things that have happened this week, and I decided to go ahead and give my opinion on it. With that being said, though, if it's your first time here, thank you for showing up. If it's your ninth time showing up, appreciate you. Go ahead and do me a favor. Go ahead and like, subscribe, and turn on those notifications to the uh, channel so that way you can get all my weekly updates. How's everybody doing this week? Uh, I'm doing good. You know what I'm saying? I've been on this little weight loss journey. Um, I've lost about 10 pounds so far, almost 10 pounds. Uh, haven't really done anything super extravagant. Just kind of cut back on calories, kind of changed the way that I'm eating. But you know, I'm, uh, it's a journey. I do have a new job, which makes it a lot easier for me to stick to my diet. So eliminate, eliminating excuses has been the number one um, attribute to, you know, saying that success. But we'll see how this goes. You know, what I'm saying it's a journey, it's a process. You know, as we talked about before, you know, what I'm saying 1% better every day, baby. That's the goal. Um, next to that, though, um, this week has been an extremely controversial week from a lot going on with the Uvalde shooting all the way to um, the biggest bombshell of the week, which was the overturning of Roe versus Wade by the Supreme Court. I don't know what century they believe we're in, but apparently they decided to go back about 50 years um, and strike down Roe versus Wade, which under that ruling, the Supreme Court guaranteed women the right to abortions under federal law. Um, you know, to be honest with you, um, it's shocking, you know, to say the least. It's it's deeper than just, oh, well, you know, it, it, what, what did we expect? But I mean, I don't think people really understand the precedent that is being set here, you know, um, and we're going to get into it. But just to just flat off the back, you know, it's um, it was extremely shocking. But before we get into all of that, though, let's go ahead and keep it light before we get into the heavy shit. Let's talk about this versus man. Yo, who, who who's really in charge of this? <laughs> who is really in charge of these versus battles? Because I have no idea who is supposed to be picking up, you know, what I'm saying opponents or whatever. But I don't really think Amarion was ever really a good pick to even be on a versus because the versus is your top 20 hits and Amarion doesn't have 20 hits. So who decided to let this man get up here and perform? And not only did he not really have 20 hits because I can't really even name three or four Amarion songs, but he didn't even do any of the B2K hits because I would have thought that like, okay, all right. So he's going to drop some B2K shit because obviously that's the only way that's going to get him through this thing and apparently he didn't i didn't get to watch the whole thing i only watched the foolishness with like ray j and them boys but um yeah i was told that omarion didn't even do any of the b2k hits so i'm definitely glad that i didn't finish watching that entire thing because other than that it was pretty much a mario concert right all right cool 
But yeah, we gotta we gotta get in contact with who's ever in charge of verses. We need you to come to the front of the congregation, my boy. Um, you you gotta do a better job. You whoever you are, um, he, she, him, her, you know, whatever pronouns y'all out here using these days. Yeah, I'm gonna need for you to go ahead, you know what I'm saying, step it up, do a bit better job. Because there's absolutely no reason on this earth that Amarion should have been on the verses. It, at least at this point in his career. I mean, maybe if he gets signed and drop another, you know what I'm saying, two or three albums or some shit. Maybe. But like now, that's that that shit was just asinine. Okay. Just had to get that up off my chest real quick because that shit didn't make sense to me. Alright. Now let's get into Roe versus Wade here. Um to honestly have a deep conversation and a look into Roe versus Wade, we really have to look at what the complexities of the case um although i'm not gonna get too deep into it because again i'm no legal expert so really you're just getting the opinion of somebody on the internet but in which case let's go ahead and talk about it because i do feel like it's something important and specifically speaking i think that like this is a conversation that i want to have with black people for a long time although i'm going to use this overturning real quick so that way we can have a better understanding of my perspective in relation to this overturning so you know america prides itself on being the home of the free you know what i'm saying like freedoms you know that is like the the republican mantra libertarianism you know what i'm saying all of them talk about that like freedom freedom is essentially the the concept of what it is that they believe the american dream is for you to be as free as possible to do whatever you want so let's go ahead and look at the definition of freedom real quick so it says that freedom is the condition or right of being able or allowed to do say think etc whatever you want to without being controlled or limited i see the most important part here is that without being controlled or limited now <laughs> the problem with that is is that are we really do we really have freedoms in america are we actually able to do whatever we want when we want without being controlled or limited so you can't really say that because freedom would mean that um as a landlord you could charge eleven hundred dollars this month and then next month you can charge nineteen hundred because you got some trip that you need to pay for and bumping up the rent for one month you know what i'm saying will help you pay for that shit see it doesn't have any contractual obligations that would require you to adhere to a certain set of rules you know because you're free like it's what freedom is freedom is the right to do whatever you want so i don't really know if this is really a word that we can really even use anymore to determine what exactly you know what i'm saying we're fighting for or what it is that we have here in america so i looked up another word which probably more correlates to what exactly it is that we have here in america so let's take a look let's take a look at that so liberty is the freedom to live as you wish or go where you want now this is more in line with exactly what we probably have here in america now liberty meaning that you are free to live however you want is sort of implying that within a certain parameters you're allowed to do whatever you want see you're free to live however you want you're not free to do whatever you want and see that's a very different distinction because ultimately that's what we're that's what the american dream is supposed to be is that you get to live however you want which means that if you're gay you're allowed to marry whoever you want you're allowed to have any sexual experiences you want no one can tell you what to do because you have autonomy over your own life and you own it 
And that is where freedom, the word that they currently use, is supposed to be used, right? But in reality, you know, saying with the striking down of Roe versus Wade, they stripped all of that away. See, women own their body, you know what I'm saying? Which means that even though, no matter how you see where the moment of life is, whether you see it at the beginning of conception, at the first heartbeat, you know what I'm saying? Once it has eyes, brains, and, and you know, everything else, if no matter where you saw it at, ultimately that is still a part of a woman's body. And the thing is, if we're going to have this conversation around freedom and liberties, then we have to address the fact that women are supposed to have autonomy over their entire bodies. Okay. And the reality is, is, is that no matter where they are at whatever point they are in their pregnancy, you know, whether it be, you know, the first trimester, second trimester, third trimester, all of that is within her body, which means that she is in charge of herself you know she's in charge of her own body she gets to do whatever it is that she wants to do with her own body now again i don't believe that we should be doing abortions in the third trimesters but the reality is is, is that if we're going to talk about freedoms then ultimately how are we going to tell a woman what she can and what she can't do with her own body because at that point you're no longer talking about freedom and i find it extremely interesting that majority of the pushers that are having an issue or the pro-lifers are the same people who were having issues with taking the vaccine when it was going to be mandatory at one point you know when the vaccines were being dropped and people were having to take the vaccines and it was going to be mandatory it was my body my choice but now that we're talking about abortions it's no longer my body my choice and i get the counter argument you know what i'm saying and it's a very valid one right if you believe that the life that is, in, that is inside of that woman does not have the ability to speak up for itself whether or not it wants to be aborted you will have a valid argument the only problem with that is is that it's contradicting and no matter how you slice it or look at it that is the absolute truth that is that woman's body and she is allowed to do whatever she wants to do with it because it's her body her choice you don't get to decide what she does with her body i mean unfortunately because of the striking down of roe versus wade and now that abortion is going to be quote unquote potentially um, banned outright in over 22 states or severely limited, at least to some certain extent. Um, basically, y'all chosen for yourself to decide what women can and can't do with their body. So in which case, um, but all of this is supposedly supposed to be protected under the 14th Amendment, which the 14th Amendment, also known as the Equal Protection Clause. Let's go ahead and let's take a look at that. Now, the 14th Amendment is actually made up of like multiple parts and has quite a bit of shit in it <laughs> but for the sake of the argument that we're having here we're just going to look at section one which says that all persons born or naturalized in the united states and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the united states and of the state wherein they reside no state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the united states nor shall any state deprive any person of life liberty or property without due process of law nor deny to any persons within his jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. So back to the original point here. If we're talking about freedom, you know, which again, we really don't have here in America, but for the sake of the argument, we're going to go ahead and use that word. Again, I feel like we have more of liberties. How does that, how does abortion not fall under this? How does a woman's body not fall under this clause? Sure, there is no outright definition that says that a woman is allowed to have an abortion, but it does say that, you know what I'm saying, without due process of law, 
You cannot deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws, which is the right to life, liberty, or property, or as some people say, the pursuit of happiness. So switching back to my original point where I was talking about, like, this is a conversation I've been wanting to have with black people for so long, you know, is that for a very long time, I've been very vocal with black people, especially with my friends and family members when I talk about that black people don't never really embrace freedom and the right to choose and the right to think about things and, and the and the right to live is so you want to live in the manner in which white people do and white people believe in freedom wholeheartedly you know what i'm saying which is i can do whatever the fuck i want when i want how i want then no matter how you feel about it i'm gonna do that shit um you can see that shit in almost any community within within you know what i'm saying other cultures such as let's take the second amendment right these boys jock hard for that shit, got lobbyists in D.C. and all across the country every year for their right to bear arms, you know. And so for black people to finally get to a place where we can actually start having rights, that's the way that we have to start seeing shit is that you may not agree with everything that, that someone has to say, but understand that certain freedoms and certain access to certain things need to be granted to us. And we need to start taking freedom wholeheartedly more than just you know saying having a seat at the table but actually understanding that yo we want to be able to do whatever it is that we want to do because that is what was promised in the constitution and you know the civil rights acts of 1964 and all these things came about and you know it gave us you know brown versus board of education all these things that we had you know um that have came about to give us you know freedoms helped but the reality is is that like we don't really embrace it the way that we should and so I want us to start taking a deeper look, start really understanding that like, yo, this is where we take that next step to understand that, okay, here's the thing. We no longer need to be looking at each other as a monolith and, you know, saying following certain rules, like really be free, really be who you are and start addressing things from politics as, you know, how we, how the, how the vision of the future needs to be in order so that we are actually free. We have the freedoms to walk down the street with guns. We have the freedom to you know what I'm saying get up and move around and do whatever we want to walk down the street do whatever we want it's a conversation that never actually happens among black people because when you talk to people a part of the older generation they usually tell you how you know you got to follow these rules and do these certain things when in reality fuck all that shit you know what I'm saying like white people don't think like that you know what I'm saying they're they willing to die for this shit and too many times I don't think that like we are actually having these conversations and especially with the older generation, because they've always believe in, you know, saying, keep your head down, keep it tucked, you know, saying, just push through the day and, you know, what I'm saying, make it to see tomorrow. And that just ain't no way to live, you know, and, and I ain't trying to live like that. And I definitely hope that nobody that's listening to me right now is trying to live like that. So let's go ahead and let's take that fight. Understand that, you know, we we use this as an example, but don't think that the day won't come where they won't take away the freedoms, because, again, here we are erasing 50 years of what I would consider a fundamental right to someone um, when you are taking into account that it's their own body. And they literally just stripped that away and told women that, yo, it's not just your body. We're going to decide what you can and what you can't do with that. OK. And so that's just my point here. But to finish it out here and to continue discussing this Roe versus Wade, let's go ahead and let's look at um some of the things that happened this past week, uh, as far as Friday with the overturning of the Roe versus Wade. So I'm just going to hit the key points here in this in, in the CNBC article. 
What it basically says that the Supreme Court in a 5-4 decision overturned Roe versus Wade, the landmark ruling that established the constitutional right to abortion. It says Roe since 1973 had permitted abortions during the first two trimesters of pregnancy in the United States. Almost half of the states are expected to outlaw or severely restrict abortion as a result of the Supreme Court decisions on a Mississippi case known as Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization. It says that Justice Samuel Alito wrote the majority opinion joined by four other conservatives. The three liberal justices opposed the decision. Chief Justice Roberts um, voted with the majority to uphold the Mississippi abortion restrictions, but did not approve of tossing out Roe altogether. So the thing is here is that, you know, to to put it more on, on in the simplistic terms of understanding what exactly is occurring, because I know some of you might be a little confused with the original ruling of Roe versus Wade when it went to the Supreme Court. Um, it was a woman who she was fighting for, you know, saying um, her rights in the state of Texas, which at the time had some of the strictest abortion laws in all of, you know, the country. Um, in the final ruling, they determined that, you know, I'm saying that women would, in fact, have equal protection under the 14th Amendment, which would allow them to have abortions across the board, which means that any states that had it banned or, you know, severely limited it at that time could no longer do that because under federal law, which trumps any state law, um, women now have the right and and are granted access to abortions, you know, clearly, you know, no, no exceptions, um, except uh, I shouldn't say no exceptions because in reality, they actually did. So in the final ruling, here's what they came up with. It says that in the first trimester of pregnancy, the state may not regulate the abortion decision. Only the pregnant woman and her attending physician can make that decision. In the second trimester, the state may impose regulations on abortion that are reasonably related to maternal health. In the third trimester, once the fetus reaches the point of viability, the state may regulate abortions or prohibit them entirely, so long as the laws contain exceptions for cases when abortion is necessary to save the life or health of the mother. And when you really get down to the nitty and gritty of this, this is kind of the, the most egregious part of this ruling because in states outright banning abortions altogether, essentially they're not taking into account any of the complexities of variables that go with having pregnancies, right? So it takes into account no chance of you being able to get an abortion if you are raped. It doesn't account for abortions if, you know, you may potentially die. You know, let's say you're having a terrible pregnancy, um, it's going really bad, you don't know, the doctor doesn't know if you're going to make it or not. and his best recommendation or would have been if the state did allow abortions, but you say you didn't, it would have been to abort the fetus because you don't know if you're going to make it. Um, it doesn't allow for that. It doesn't allow for any exceptions at all in some of these states that are just outright banning it. And to me, that's where I think is really fucked up because where's the humanity here? Like, I understand that, you know, I get the pro-life arguments. Uh, I can clearly see why they feel the way that they do. I don't see how you can feel that way given the fact that like it's not your body and how you can push your own agenda onto people but i can understand the counter arguments to it what i don't understand is that how do you how do you make these rules with no exceptions at all you know what i'm saying because before again during the original before roe versus wade actually occurred women who were raped had to carry those babies to term you know what i'm saying it didn't matter if you were raped or not, you know what I'm saying? That wasn't important. It didn't, it, and again, women didn't have the necessary rights that they did at the time. And that's what Roe what Ro versus Wade did. It gave rights to women who didn't have a voice, who, who felt like, yo, this is fucked up that I should have to carry 
the baby of the man who raped me. And now we're erasing 50 years of that and telling women. And this isn't every case. Right. So don't I don't want to make it seem like this is everything like this is every case of abortion, because to be honest with you, it's probably not even majority. You know, I, I don't have a figure to tell you exactly what percentage, but I'm pretty sure it's is it's few. But my point is, is how do you not allow it if, if that's the case? OK, because I'm saying like, like, where's the common sense here? Where is the OK, understand we don't want abortions to be happening just because you feel like you don't want to have a child, but we will allow for this in the event of this. That's where I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? OK, but, you know, just to get to that, um, just to talk about that. But even more so than that, uh, if you don't know, Mr. I don't know, I don't even know what the fucking call this guy, uh, Justice Clarence Thomas. He wants to take it a step even further. So this um, grease ball, ignorant, you know, what I'm saying fucking slimy face douchebag here. Um, he wants to come for everything. You know what I'm saying? He wants to go back after gay rights, uh, contraceptive rulings, all that he's considered to be overturned. So another CNBC article here, it says the Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas says gay rights contraception rulings should be reconsidered after Roe's overturned. Um, hitting the key points here again, because I don't feel like reading the whole article. It says Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas said landmark high court, high court rulings that established gay rights and contraception rights should be reconsidered now that the federal right to abortion has been revoked. Thomas wrote that those rulings were dem uh, demonstrably erroneous decisions. The cases he cited are Griswold versus Connecticut, in which the Supreme Court said married couples have the right to obtain contraceptives, Lawrence versus Texas, which established the right to engage in private sexual acts, and I don't know how to say this, so I'm hoping I butcher it. Or Orbridge Phil versus Hodges, which said there is a right to same sex marriage. It says the Supreme Court touched on Roe versus Wade, which established abortion and a constitutional right. So um now we're going back after gay rights, which again is oh, it's just so exhausting, man. It really is. Like, why do y'all care so much? That's really where we're getting it. Let's let's get back to the top here. Like, why is it so important for y'all to have y'all opinions put onto other people? This really seems like, you know, we're again, we live in the home of the free. You know what I'm saying? We was freedom. You know what I'm saying? Like we were supposed to be able to have freedoms outside of religious persecution, because like that was the entire point and the foundation of America. Right is that like you got to worship the way you want to you got to not worship if you didn't want to you got the point of all of this of this entire country is freedoms and every day we feel like more and more freedoms are getting stripped away so now we have a judge saying that you know potentially we need to look at these other things because these were terrible decisions made by the supreme court and if i'm not mistaken i'm pretty sure he was the person he was during same-sex marriages would happen years ago. I'm pretty sure he was a justice by then because again, these are lifetime appointments. I don't understand why I'm trying to get into the mindset of somebody that cares about other people. But I mean, the entire internet is filled with people who only care about the what, what other people do, the way other people think, um, what other people have going on in their lives. I mean, I feel like we've gotten to this point in society where we become so consumed with the way other people live that we're not actually out here living ourselves. Like if you're comfortable in your own skin and you know, say you're, oh, excuse me, you're living your own life. You're trying to be whoever it is that you want to be. 
why would you care about the way somebody else is living if it is not affecting your own life? You know what I'm saying? So same sex marriages and gay couples, I've never understood what's been the biggest deal with people who have an issue with that because it doesn't affect my life at all. It has nothing to do with me. You know what I'm saying? Even when people are trying to be trans transgender and living their own life up until, you know, transgender athletes were trying to compete against, you know, trans women were trying to compete against natural born women. Um, that is a slight caveat to that, to that. Although again, it doesn't affect me personally, but if you're going to ask me for my opinion on it, I would tell you that, yo, no, that ain't cool. Cause if my daughter ever becomes an athlete, I don't want her competing against a trans woman. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that shit just wouldn't be cool to me. Um, but not to digress too much to get back to the point here. What is it? What is it that y'all need? Um, what, what are you searching for? Like what, what is it at the end of the day that you're striving for? What goal are you trying to accomplish by affecting other people's lives by installing your influence into their life? You know, if, if the foundation of America and the principles that we're supposed to be standing on is freedom, because I'm going to keep running back to that shit, then how can, you know, I'm saying we go back and look at gay marriage and say in the ruling on gay marriage and say they're like, yo, we need to look at this again because this was a a demonstrably erroneous decision. OK, well, you know, I'm saying that's one way to put it. You could just simply say, you know, well, you know, it, first off, it should be looked at again anyway. But if you're going to look at it again and say, yo, we might want to look at this again because, hey, here's how I felt on it. Get the other justice's opinion. But at the end of the day, same sex marriage is doesn't affect anybody other than the people that are in that marriage. So why do you care? So take this time, man, for y'all to brush up on, you know, what I'm saying politics, understand laws, um, because I talked about it and it stopped the foolishness today. But again, I kind of feel like this was like just kind of dropped on us. Um, last week, we got word that like they were going to make a ruling on it this week. But again, I'm kind of feeling like, how did this even get back to the Supreme Court? You know, I feel like I'm not doing my part enough where like I'm reading up enough, staying brushed up on politics to even understand what exactly is going on in the world. Right. Like we're so caught up and fulfilled in like, you know, what I'm saying all this bullshit that's going on, you know, and little petty shit that doesn't even matter. And they're sneaking in fucking old rulings into the Supreme Court again to try to get them overturned. And my only question is, at the end of the day, what's next? You know what I'm saying? Like, really? You know, he's talking about same sex marriages. But I mean, honestly, you know, like, don't think that like you can ever be too far removed from some really radical ass decisions. You know, <laughs> you know what? If they start looking at the ruling of the um, the Civil Rights Act, you know, um, certain Jim Crow laws that they try to bring back. Again, we talking extremes, right? But it's only when you don't think, believe that shit can happen is when shit happens. So again, my question is always with shit like this, like what's next? So that's all that I have on that. But before we get out of here, I want to touch up on this Uvalde shooting again. So let's go ahead and get over to that. Okay, so here we go where um, just as more and more information gets revealed about this shit, the worse and worse it fucking gets. And what's crazy to me is that just when you don't think it can get any worse, it keeps getting worse. So here's an article that was dropped on the 20th from the Texas Tribune. Um, as you can see here, it's clearly officers in the school with ballistic shields. Um, I don't really know what the fuck they were waiting on because this is about as I mean, this motherfucker got an SBR, bro. I mean, or it might be an SBR. That stands for short barrel rifle. Um, 
you know, AR, 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 tactical gear, tactical gear. Um, this motherfucker even got a helmet on. He's about as equipped as you can possibly get to kick in a fucking door and take down an active shooter. Um, you know, another person with an AR, you know, I, I see four heavily armed people here that clearly could have took down one guy. But here's a little description here that says that video footage recorded inside Rob Elementary School in Uvalde at 1204 p.m. Authorities stormed the classroom at 1250. Uh, man. So... There's another article that also stated that they never even tried to open the door. You know what I'm saying? That the police chief was still waiting on like the janitor to get there with keys to try and figure out like what key could open the door. There's another article that talked about how the police chief left his fucking radio. Um, we talked about that on Stop the Foolishness. How he left his radio because he thought it would slow him down. And on top of that, when he got to the scene, he didn't know he was in charge. The Uvalde school police chief didn't know that he was in charge of the scene, the police chief. Um, so, again, just to touch on this here real quick, this this goes back to something that I'm in. Uh, I've been driving home as well. So uh, I should title this article. Please get the message. <laughs> I mean, I should try this part of this podcast episode. Please get the message. Y'all, I can't stress this enough. When it matters most, um, the police may not be there for you. You get what I'm saying? They may um, not. And this and this ain't a knock to all police. Right. But I'm a big proponent of being prepared and calling the police isn't being prepared. Again, the police only show up after shit is went down. You know what I'm saying? They are by nature and by design. They are a reactive system. OK, police officers cannot just drop into the scene of something instantly and protect you. You know what I'm saying? Furthermore, I've, I've stressed this before. Police officers have no legal obligation or right to protect you. Clearly evident to what happened in Uvalde, right? Where they let 19 children and two teachers die because for you to have this scene right here, clearly showing that there are five heavily armed law enforcement officers in the school at the time that the active shooter was in there and they ain't going to the motherfucking classroom for another hour is you know, I've tried to stray away from like using the word cowardly, but that's really what this shit is. I mean, how how else do you look at it? It's five of y'all, bro, like dead ass. And if you see any of the videos that was outside of the school, there was hundreds of cops there. There were at least, I don't know about hundreds, but there were at least 50 or more police officers there, right? You needed that many in order to detain the parents from going into the school and getting their children. You know what I'm saying? So this this has just been a colossal fuck up of proportion that is that is beyond the pale okay i don't even really have a word that can even describe what the fuck this is okay um if you've ever watched the show waco i forgot what fuck it was called or read up on a story of what happened in waco with the atf and that cult um this is probably second to that and and that's only because like they the atf actually did kill children you know what i'm saying short of that like this has got to be at least one of the one the only you know and there's i'm pretty sure there's thousands of cases out there but this one to me is the single greatest fuck up by law enforcement officers like that i know of outside of that shit right there 
And I don't know what exactly, you know, I'm saying is going to happen in this town. But all I know is that there's a lot of heads that need to roll. And it needs to be some people that need to be getting the fuck up out of there. Because if I lived in Uvalde, bro, they wouldn't be able to show their face without me getting into their shit every time I fucking seen them. Because again, we didn't sign up for the job because there are those of us that understand that like, yo, I'm not selfless enough to do this, nor do I have the cojones or the balls to do this. But you believe that you did. Okay. Nobody asked you to do that shit. You believe that you were able and you were capable and you had the stones to do this shit. And when it mattered most, when you needed to be that motherfucker, you wasn't. Sorry, y'all. I didn't mean to go on a tangent today. <laughs> I just had a lot to get off of my chest because, you know, this Roe versus Wade shit is just another classic example of we really ain't free, man. You know, they 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 push that agenda. They say that we are. But at the end of the day, we're really not free. You know, they can talk that talk all they want. They can spit that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? As much as they want to. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? You are what you are. And America really ain't this great free country that like people are just flocking to get to here every day. Sure, from like really terrible countries. But like, you know what I'm saying? Them, these other first world countries, people ain't flocking to get here, bro. You know what I'm saying? But I digress. I'm not really trying to take up too much more of your time. Uh, with that being said, though, do me a favor. Make sure you like, subscribe, and turn on those notifications. If you prefer the audio version, you can catch me anywhere where you can get your podcast. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google. But do me a favor. Make sure you click that subscribe or follow button. Make sure you rate, drop a review. All that helps with growing the channel and growing the brand. And I appreciate it very much. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and sign off. It's your boy, Mr. Imperator Rose. Till next time.